Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We start our book reading for today, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. We begin on page 44, The Quraysh Warns Pilgrims. With the Muslims growing in number, the Quraysh became increasingly perturbed. It was close to the time of the annual pilgrimage or Hajj to the Kaaba, and people from all over the peninsula were expected in Makkah before long. The Quraysh feared the Muslims would attract and influence the visitors. They also worried about the loss of faith that would ensue if a rival religion flourished in the stronghold of their gods. A delegation of the Quraysh called on Walid bin Muhira, who was old and a man of standing. He said, O people of Quraysh, the time of Hajj has come, and people from all sides will come to you. They have all heard about Muhammad, so agree upon what to say about him, lest you contradict one another. The people said, You say something, and decide on a course for us. He said, No, you speak, and I shall listen to you. The people said, Well, we will say that he is a soothsayer. He is not a soothsayer, said Walid. He neither speaks nor versifies like them. Then we'll say he's mad, someone suggested. He is not mad, Walid said. We all know the signs of madness. He does not behave erratically, nor is his speech confused. Then we shall say he's a poet. But he's not a poet, Walid pointed out. We know the different kinds of poetry, and his words can't be compared to any of them. He is, therefore, not a poet. Well, we'll say he's a sorcerer, another suggested haphazardly. He is not a sorcerer either. We have seen sorcery and sorcerers. He practices neither the art of exorcism nor the tying of knots, Walid explained. The people said, What shall we say then? Walid thought for a moment and said, By God, his words are sweet, fresh and attractive. His roots are firm and his branches are fruitful. Hence, whatever you claim about him will not be believed. However, it is more convincing in my opinion if you were to present him as a sorcerer. You should say that he has brought a message by which he creates a rift between father and son, brother and brother, husband and wife. Under his influence, family ties have been rent asunder, and every day families break up because of him. Having agreed upon this line of defence, the Quraysh formed small groups to spread the propaganda. They waited along the different paths leading the pilgrims to their destination, and would caution every passer-by about the Prophet, peace be upon him, with the result that almost everyone formed an impression of the Prophet without having seen or heard him. When the days of Hajj came, the Prophet, peace be upon him, rose to meet the pilgrims in gatherings. He also called on them at the camps to invite them to Islam, and he would say, O people, say La ilaha illallah, and you will attain success. Abu Lahab, meanwhile, would walk behind the Prophet, peace be upon him, belittling him. Thus, by the time the pilgrims returned from Hajj that year, all of Arabia knew of Muhammad, peace be upon him, and his mission, either through his own efforts or those of his detractors. After performing Hajj, the pilgrims returned home to face the disquieting news of a new rival religion. 
Having lapsed into polytheism for so long, the Arabs saw Islam as a new religion, one that had to be stamped out. They refused to acknowledge that it was simply a return to the pristine monotheism preached by their forefathers, Ibrahim and Ismail. The outraged pagans devised various ways to deal with the current situation, confident that these plans, when put into action, would vanquish the threat of Islam. Their tactics included ridicule, abuse, slander, debate, and open harassment of the Prophet, peace be upon him, and his followers. To demoralize and demean the Messenger of Allah, the pagan Arabs began to vilify him. They said, This is a poet, a madman, a soothsayer. Satan comes to him and teaches him. He is a sorcerer, a liar. End quote. When they encountered the Prophet wasallam, they would glare at him and say scornfully, This is the man who derides or decries our gods. The idolaters would taunt the Muslims as they passed by them. Look, they would say, the rulers of the earth come to you. Has Allah entrusted us to them? End quote. This was a contemptuous reference to the weak social stature of the Muslim minority who had dared to confront the powerful majority. The unjust ridicule and condemnation deeply hurt even the Prophet Allah says in Surah 15 verse 97, We know that your breast is distressed by what they say. Allah then revealed verses of inspiration and comfort to help the Prophet remain steadfast. In Surah 15 verse 98, Therefore, magnify the praises of your Lord and be among those who prostrate themselves before Him. In other verses, the Prophet ﷺ was told that Allah alone would judge the evildoers and polytheists, and that they would soon reap the fruit of their evil deeds. Consoling himself and his followers, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The messengers who come before me have also been laughed at and condemned, but the mockers found themselves surrounded on all sides by their own disdain. And that's where we leave our book reading for today. We're reading from the book When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The book was compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. All our book readings have been uploaded to Iono, so you can go to vocfm.iono.fm and download the podcast under Book Readings When the Moon Split. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.